0: Day 36, Psalm 36. Well, hey guys, welcome. Glad you're joining us on Crosspoint Scripture Podcast. And we are nearing the end of our journey of these 40 days as we anticipate uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if you are a part of Point, so glad you're joining us. If you aren't, still glad you're joining us for this journey. So we're going to dive into Psalm 36 and read it, and then we'll talk about it. Transgression speaks to the wicked deep in his heart. There is no fear of God before his eyes he flatters himself in his own eyes that his iniquity cannot be found out and hated. The words of his mouth are trouble and deceit. He has ceased to act wisely and do good. He plots trouble while on his bed he sets himself in a way that is not good. He does not reject evil. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds, do we see light? Oh, continue your steadfast love to those who know you and your righteousness to the upright of heart. Let not the foot of arrogance come upon me, nor the hand of the wicked drive me away. There the evildoers lie fallen. They are thrust down, unable to rise. So here in the Midwest, in the springtime, as weather warms and the days lengthen, male birds start the mating process i don't know if this happens to you but uh, they begin flapping and diving into the windows of my house and from what i understand they're seeing themselves uh, and their reflection so they're driving off other males from their territory uh, because that's what it looks like Uh, they're seeing their reflection as a potential threat And so they're trying to drive the perceived competition away. It's really painful to watch because it's so foolish. He's blind to his reality uh, when his reflection is no threat at all. And in this, I kind of see our response to God sometimes and the spiritual world Because this is the way we are without God's help. We see threats everywhere. We are blind to God's activity. Because our inner light just isn't enough to see what we need to see. And what we're doing, it's sort of like the way N.T. Wright describes it, that we're pointing a flashlight toward the sky to see if the sun is shining. So we argue about God and with God because we can't see clearly. And our light, our inner light, is no comparison to God's light. Here in Psalm 36, David describes how we see life without God. Verse one, there is no fear of God before his eyes. Verse two, he flatters himself in his own eyes. In other words, we cannot see how bad we really are. We're like the bird flying into his own reflection. And I am my own worst enemy, and I don't even know it. Still, the common grace of God is so kind because it reaches to all humanity. His unfailing love is as wide as the sky. The psalm says his justice is as deep as the ocean. And in all of this, both man and beast, he saves. So... Counting all these blessings and the reality of God's grace, his unfailing love, his justice, the reality that he saves man and beast, as it were, uh, we're still blind to God's kindness. And people who want to argue with God, they can only argue with a creator, which, you know, as far as I can see, it's like, they're not even sure he exists but they want to argue with him and this is why Jesus came the one who John said was the light of men John chapter 1 and Jesus said of himself i am the light of the world david the the psalm writer says here god is the fountain of life but we don't know that unless the light comes on in, he, in verse 9, he says, in your light do we see light. So it's only with the light of God that the light shines in a way that we see true reality. I'm saying this and pointing us here because as I read this psalm, I think about the fact that some of us get frustrated at people who argue about God. I know I do. I'm thinking, hey, if you don't believe he exists, why why do you want to argue about him? Uh, or maybe there's a guy at work that you work with that curses God's name and his language disgusts you. Or do you get fired up about the agenda of anti-God organizations? Remember that they can't see what they can't see in the same way that you and I don't see things clearly. It's only the mercy of God in the light of Jesus Christ that we see ourselves rightly and the world correctly. It's the light of grace that makes us able to see God's goodness. So I think that's a way to pray uh, for us to consider this as we go into prayer today. Think about this psalm. What if you were to pray for those that frustrate you the most today? (laughs) I know you have them. I do too. Instead of just muttering under our breath about how they're frustrating us or getting angry, pray. Pray for them. It's scriptural, isn't it? Pray for the enemies of God pray for your own enemies and a way we might pray based upon the Psalm is to say, God, turn on the light and your son, Jesus in your light. They will see light. They will understand. They will see the futility of arguing with a God that they don't believe exists or, uh, the way that they talk about him rather than us getting frustrated and disgusted. Uh, We pray for the light to come on. Also, pray for yourself. Pray for your eyes to be opened. Uh, Open the eyes of my heart, God. Jesus, make me aware of your goodness as I drink from your fountain of life. So, I'll be praying along with you today uh, that the light of God will shine in your heart and our hearts and on those people that frustrate us the most because what they really need is the light of Jesus. Amen. So until next time, walk in the light. See you then.